Hey everyone, rocking all week with you. Season 6, episode 13, the final episode of our season 6 coverage in this, a Happy Days podcast. I'm Dan, I'm your host. Welcome to the end of season 6. We are in May of 1979. We are on uh, May 8th, May 15th. and Credo Wax. And I'm cracking open just to make sure I get the test. Potsy's Quits School. Uh, you'll notice the dates there. The last episode, um, the last new episode was The Duel, and that was two months ago. That aired in uh, March of 79. And I just want to bring up real quick the interesting uh, point that, I don't know if it's that interesting of a point. I made it, so I like to think it's an interesting point. Who knows if it is or not. That was that we had The Duel the week before that was Mork Returns, anniversary special. The week before that was Fonzie's Funeral Part 2. And when Fonzie's Funeral Part 2 air the first time at the end of February um, opposite the the show was the show Cliffhangers, Kenneth Johnson's Cliffhangers and over the, the those three weeks there where there were new Happy Days episodes uh, and Cliffhangers was up against Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley and did okay but then the next seven weeks there were no new Happy Days episodes, in fact I, 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 I didn't actually look because that makes me kind of sad to, to think about cliffhangers going off the air, so uh, maybe I'll look at another time when I'm not feeling a little sad about it. But I did wonder if during those seven weeks they were showing repeats. I think I mentioned in the previous episode, maybe they picked out some of the like the best episodes of the show. Since it was five years old, maybe they did a run of some of the best episodes or something like that. Maybe the same with Laverne and Shirley, because maybe they were afraid cliffhangers would beat them in the ratings. It didn't. Um, and I don't think it was ever going to, but maybe. I think I'm just making that up. They probably just showed repeats for about seven um seven weeks and then and then the middle of may they showed two new episodes and both directed by jerry paris and uh chachi's incredible wax is written by david ketchum and tony demarco who were story editors on the show david ketchum is known he was uh, to best to me he was agent 13 on get smart and he also wrote a bunch of stuff uh he did andy griffith he wrote he wrote a um he wrote a get smart i think believe he wrote a petticoat junction and he wrote this Happy Days episode. I think he wrote another one. And the the basic premise here is this is the second episode featuring Chachi. Although, oddly enough, it's called Chachi's Incredible Wax. Chachi actually isn't in it much. I'll, I'll sort of mention it. But basically, Chachi needs more money for dates. The Fonz back at the uh, at the garage and the garage what is it broncos garage or whatever the heck it's called i've got, I've got it going right here so what is it broncos auto repairing um is back together again after the explosion um i have a theory that we're probably about oh oh we're probably about two two three months later uh from the previous episode so that might make sense uh, so Chachi gets his part-time thing. A guy named Beckett gives him some Incredo wax, which he sells, and it turns out to be a bum deal, and it destroys and melts and bends and does crazy stuff to things. And in the end, um, Chachi has to get Fonzie and Richie and Al's help to help them catch this guy, Beckett. Uh, I'm going to play you a little something. Actually, you know what I'm going to play? I'm going to play you something you might find familiar because I'm enjoying playing it on these episodes to write out the rest of Season 6. Check this out. Who can take a sunrise? Sprinkle it with you. Cover it with chocolate and a miracle or two. The Candyman. The Candyman. Oh, the Candyman can. I know what you're saying. 
damn Candyman again. Yeah, you're going to hear it at least one more time. I don't know. I, I'm enjoying playing Candyman in the Gaps here. Why not? This is about the Incredible Wax Man. The I've said this before with Chachi. Chachi hasn't been in the show much. He will become a big, big part of the show once Richie's gone, seasons 8, 9, and then season 11. Obviously, he and Joni will get, along with Al, a spinoff. And he will become a big part of the show soon, but as of this moment, he's still sort of in the background. I think he's had one or two episodes where he's sort of been featured. And uh, he had that one where he was running around with that gang. And in this one, uh, but then in other ones where we've seen him occasionally, he's been sort of more artful dodgery with little scams and schemes and things. And this one, this one's interesting because he doesn't have a scam or scheme. Uh, Fonz tells him more or less go out and get a part-time job so he goes out and he gets this job and it turns out that it's a scam he has been scammed as has been everyone else and at the end of it there's sort of an interesting um, bit or, or I think it's interesting where um, where uh, yeah, like I said Chachi doesn't really do much all he does is cause the trouble he doesn't help save the day or anything he just kind of stands by and peers through a you know, crack in an open door as, as the, the ending is going on but he gets the scene in the end where he's like trying to say thanks to Fonz and can't figure out how to do it. And the Fonz, you know, tells him how. And then he leaves with a date. And Fonz is like, he's becoming more like you every day. Uh, Fonz, I know it scares me, Rich. And you realize they're sort of doing. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like, I don't know if it's because Scott Bayo was in the two failed sitcoms. But, but like this, this episode is kind of, it's weird. It's kind of pushing. Chachi for being a main character on the show, but at the same time, sort of not really making him the main character. Like I said, he doesn't really do a lot. He's got an opening scene. He's got the brief scene where he comes in and shows off the wax. He has another brief scene where he comes in and realizes he's been caught. He has the scene where he apologizes. He he talks to the Fonz about it, and they make figure out what to do, and then he sort of hides away, and he gets that final scene. He's in it, but he doesn't do nearly as much as Fonz or Richie do. And sort of the funniest scene in the episode, doesn't, he isn't in it at all. I mean, his spirit is because of the wax, but he isn't in it at all. It's, it's weird, like I said, they're sort of grandfathering him in as a really important main character. When, honestly, if you look at it, he hasn't. He will. He will do a lot of stuff. There will be a lot of episodes with him in charge, and he will be in the show a lot. But at this point, they're just kind of acting like he is, when he kind of really isn't. So I'll stop saying that right now, because... I think the next season he does get more to do, um, but like I said, when when um, when yeah, um, Richie is gone, then he definitely gets more to do. But is this a good episode or not? I think it's a darn good episode. It's actually the funniest episode in quite some time. It's you know as I you know you know previously I said I enjoyed Fonzie's funeral part one and two, but I think it was terribly funny. This one's got some good laughs in it. Um, some, some of it, you know, maybe a bit forced here and there. Mr. and Mrs. C and the, you know, Mr. C keeps getting scared uh, thing and getting annoyed at, at Marion dropping pots and pans or whatever. Um, uh, that's that's a little forced, but not without its charms. And the theory is, and, and uh, there is a nice continuity here because they're waiting for a couple to come over so they can play bridge with them. And uh, Mr. C has a whole bunch of signals that he sends out to Marion and when it's sort of brought up that, um, aren't you just cheating? He says, well, they cheat, so we cheat back. That's the only way to deal with it. But there was, I think I think it was a couple episodes ago. I, I don't remember which one it was. It may have been Marion Fairy Godmother, where um, they get actually booted from uh, 
bridge game because of the cheating that Mr. C brings on. So this this is kind of them getting together with a couple and um, practicing the cheating, and they um, and uh, and it's actually that that scene with Mr. and Mrs. C practicing the hand signals while um, uh, Lori Beth and Richie are there pretending to be the other couple are. Um, that's it's really funny. It's it's honestly funny. Once they sit down, and um, the Andersons pretend to be the Andersons. When Lori Beth starts imitating Mrs. Anderson, and then Richie starts imitating Mr. Anderson, Mrs. C is laughing. Mr. C is getting flustered. It gets it gets funnier and funnier. And um, uh, you know, it's like when I put my hand above my heart, that means spades. And then what ends up happening is the cards stick to the table because of the wax, and their butts stick to the chairs. And probably the funniest moment in all of it is when they're all stumbling around with these chairs stuck to their butts and Richie says something like, uh, Marion, when I do this, that means I have spades. <laughs> Which is very funny. It's a very funny scene. I was worried in the back of my mind I'd been worried that this was just kind of an episode where Chachi spends most of the episode selling this wax and then the second half is like everyone getting annoyed and them going after this Beckett guy. Would really... The Chachi selling the wax scene is about a minute long. It just happens really quick. It it happens really fake. He he completely cleans off a table that has all sorts of letters and words and names carved into it. It's like I don't know that the wax would carve car, would remove car, stuff carved in wood or whatever the surface of that is. But whatever. So we get some great gags there, and then there's the fun scene in Arnold's where they get reveals of. Um, uh, Lori Beth's bent around saddle shoes and um, uh, Richie's really funny bowling ball and Potsy's hair is fantastic. It's very funny. And the scene where Potsy, where they're singing, um, is it Bobby V? Uh, take good care of my baby. Um, and Potsy has a big cowboy hat on. Then when he takes the hat off, his huge hair is like grown into the shape of the hat, which is which is funny. And 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 the Fonz has a um, some good slap, some fun slapstick with a um, expanding leather motorcycle seat that the Fonz has to pop. And a lot of good stuff in here. And a f- funny scene in in the um, in the bathroom, the men's room, in Arnold's, in in Fonzie's office. And then the scene with Beckett is 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 okay. Uh, it's great when Al comes. In dresses a chic that it becomes very funny but overall the thing about this episode is it's just straightforward funny um when it brings the sort of ending bit where the music is playing and chachi's saying like you know Fonz, you know like the first person has had something really done, done nice done for them by the by the second person but they don't know how to tell the second person this what should the first person Fonz says something like uh you know chachi forget about all these people just say thank you Thank you, and and that's sort of like that moment is um, it's 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 weird because they sort of like I said the in grandfathering Chachi into this they also give him sort of a special emotional moment at the end of the episode, which isn't really earned, but is f- fun nevertheless and works. I wish they didn't have the music on. They have the sort of sentimental music playing. Which is to me like, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, you can't you can't just sit down and say, hey Fonz, thanks. They have to make it into more shtick than that, and I don't know. I can um, I can sort of take or leave that, but it is kind of sweet regardless. So overall, this is the funniest episode of the show in a long time, and it shows that the show still can be funny. It just has to 
have some fun with it. I mean, here, here Chachi <coughs> doesn't really learn a lesson, which is, which is kind of interesting because he hasn't, like, when he hung around with that gang and got arrested, oh, yeah, he learned a lesson there. But here, what lesson did he learn? He was told to get a part-time job. He went out. He got a part-time job. It was a scam. The lesson he learned was be more careful next time when you go out and get a part-time job because you don't want to be scammed. Okay, well, that's not like a sweet, very special Facts of Lifestyle episode. That's more like, you know, you know, don't uh, don't run across a busy street and expect all the cars to stop kind of thing. Wait until that's clear. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. And I do like watching the leather seat inflate. I do kind of wish Jerry Paris had... Because you have to imagine, as the audience is watching it, they're seeing Richie getting mad over Chachi... And the Fonz keeping his cool, while in between them, the the leather seat just expands and expands. You can tell it's going to do something by the way the cloth is packed around it, but the leather seat expands, expands, expands. But the moment it's the moment it's, but the moment it starts to expand, Jerry Paris cuts to a, co- a shot of it expanding, and and I I well I think he should just let it expand and let us see it the way the audience would have seen it. But what are you going to do? That is, uh, that's a little Paris action. That's a Jerry Paris action. So let us, I'm going to play a little something. I'll be right back and we'll talk Fonzie, Fonzie. We'll talk, Fonzie quit school a long time ago. We will talk, actually, no, he graduated. That's right. Um, but no, he didn't go to college. Uh, we're going to talk the final episode of season six, Potsy quit school. But listen to this first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who can make tomorrow? This episode's completely okay. There's some okay moments in it. It's all right. They break into song with Potsy at the end, which um, apparently was used in a commercial for an ad later on. And it's okay. It's how he learns his the anatomy. Um, I the thing that actually confused me most as I watched it is when I took when I took when I went to college. I was rarely in school with, with my f- classes with my friends, unless, like, one of my friends, we had the same major, so we would pass each other in courses on occasion. But the fact that, like, everybody's in that anatomy class? Why is everyone taking that anatomy class? Potsy's going for psychology? Since when? Is that why he's really there? Did they just make that up? They may have just made that up. Well, it doesn't really matter. As I said, it's funny, I'm trying to think. I, I don't. It's nice to have Potsy leading an episode. Um, and, and then, uh, but, uh, and it's, it's, in, in the previous episode, they, they listen to the song, what is it, um, Take Care of My Baby Bobby V, which was a hit in the summer of 61, it was actually a Carol King song, and Jerry Goffin, Joffin, I've never said his name out loud, how, what, what, how do you say his last name, but a Jerry and Carol film, and, a uh, film, song, and that was actually a huge hit that went to number one in America. It was like on the charts. They said for like 15 weeks and went to number one for several weeks. So that's cool. And that that was first became uh, a hit, I think, in June of 61, July of 61. And um, while Potsy, Potsy singing it while they're doing the show in the previous episode sort of works. It's clearly... In the, in the previous episode, there's a, a woman who has, uh, you know, a small bikini top on and, like, a grass skirt, and she's barefoot, and she works at, like, a local pineapple 
lounge or something like that, and she's going out with the Fonz, and she speaks only in hula, which is amusing again. And um, she, she's clearly dressed like that and able to go from place to place because it's warm out. So I'm thinking this is summertime, more or less, now. I do like the uh, the moment in the previous episode where she... Um, where they're talking to Mr. Beckett, trying to get whatever from him. And then all of a sudden she comes around the corner with like a tambourine doing the hula, and the Fonz says, not now, and she leaves. That's um, a tray amusant. Uh, yeah, so, so in this episode, uh, there was something else. I do like the, um, they have the scene with uh, uh, Chachi at the beginning where he, um, uh, where he is saying that he, he wants to play the drums for everyone, and, um, uh, Arnold is against it, or Al is against it. Sorry, Ar, uh, Al. Why do I keep uh, Al Arnold? He's against it, and it's nice to have a little chachi. And their chachi is pretty, pretty amusing right there. I, again, I do, I do find it kind of weird that everyone's taking the same classes. They're act, they are acting like it's high school when it's college. Why are they? Why is Richie, who's going to be a journalist or writer, taking anatomy? I mean, he can take anatomy. But you would think, I know one of the things with a lot of those courses like that is that those were, you know, they're they're basically filled with the people who have to take those courses. I mean, like, a lot of the courses I took towards my uh, thing degree in college, cinema production, cinema history, you know, a lot of the cin- film-related courses, you didn't have a lot of random people taking them sort of as elective because they were, you know, the courses for the people in the world of film. I mean, this is maybe Anatomy 101 that everyone can take. And so I guess that's why they're all taking it. I mean, um, and poor Potsy, yeah, that, that teacher's a Mr. Thomas, I think is his name. Just just picks on Potsy and picks on Potsy. And he's rude and he's um, he's, a, he's a jerk. He, he really is a jerk. Having said that, however, Potsy is really... It, 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 is, it is kind of funny because, um, you know, Potsy claims he's going to quit school but they get him to do the song and everything it is kind of interesting because from what we can see of Potsy in the anatomy class he doesn't know a damn thing the teacher however is too is too he, he's just a jerk he's a real jerk and and sort of relishes the fact that he's going to be failing Potsy but then like I said Potsy maybe Potsy deserves to fail he doesn't know what the hell he's doing but whatever uh yeah that's about it so so Potsy uh Potsy's not yeah it's it's it again it's it's slightly it's slightly odd Potsy does have stuff to do in the episode but it's it's sort of like the church in the previous episode where you know the person whose name is in the title you think would be a little more out front and everything and and Potsy does have a lot to do in the episode certainly but um it's not as sort of um Potsy heavy as I I think in fact, the Fonz almost has more to do with the um, the sequence with the um, uh, the boots, where the Fonz has to stop his motorcycle using his um, boots, his shoes, his feet, as shoot, and he ends up ruining his boots. So he has to get new boots, and he's in the um, he's in his office, the men's room, uh, with a boot guy in there. They're trying on boots as he's talking to Potsy about. Um, how is Potsy? Potsy's such a dummy, though. How is he going to take an... I mean, I don't... I don't know. It just, it just seems... The thing is, they've made Potsy such a dumb character from the beginning of the... Since since the beginning of the show that um, there is something... Um, there is something weird about he's going to do the anatomy. He's going to take anatomy. Nah, I just don't buy it. Um, 
again, this this is this is it's not. It's the I think the episode is saved not by Potsy, who's um, who's rather cloying, and I'm not too fond of that song, but uh, by the fact that it moves along okay, and um, and I like Fonzie's stuff with his boots. And there's a fun scene too with Mr. And Mrs. C and Joni where they're having um, where they're having uh, Chinese food, and and there's enough there's enough sort of ancillary stuff in this episode to make it worth your time because the Potsy thing, like I said, I'm convinced that Potsy would probably um, uh, fail the class anyways. I probably shouldn't be taking it. Anyway, I did forget to mention teleplay for this one by David Rio, story by Jim Dunn. Again, as always, directed by Jerry Paris. So I'll just stop talking there. I think it's a, it's a, you know, it's it's not a great episode, but I think it's a, it's a it's a decent episode. It's not one that makes me go, ouch, this hurts. And I guess after you hear that song in the end, it does stick in your head for a while. I know it's stuck in mine, and I'm not too happy about it. So I'm gonna take a deep breath and. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to season six. Yeah. All right, that was my deep breath. Season six is now over, folks. Yay! We are heading into the summer of 1979. Where were you? I was a little kid. Um, we are sometime around here is when, um, what, Battle of the Network stars one, two, three, four, five, six aired. Oh, fun, fun. Um, this is what this what was this May fifteenth? What is this? My my birthday was in less than a week after this. So season six, I, I keep saying that, but season six, not a favorite. As I've said, I I, I find this show this has season very uneven. Um, like the last three episodes, for example, the duel I thought stank, stinked. I just thought it was not good. Uh, Patsy quit school was was okay with some laughs, kind of a trite story, but but with its charms. And then Chachi's Incredible Wax was legitimately funny, and was legitimately like, hey, that's a pretty darn good episode of a sitcom. And and the show is alternated to me between um, a show that's maybe been around too long that could use a sort of a creative kick in the ass, a show that um, could use some sort of revitalization to it. Maybe a show that could use some new writers. Uh, maybe a show that could use a new director. I mean, uh, uh, Jerry Paris in, you know, let, let, what, during that, during the, uh, that fifth anniversary show, The Mork Returns, you know, that, that, that shot where everyone ducks down, Mrs. C is about to walk in the door, and in the bottom left-hand corner, you can clearly see, like, uh, like a, um, a case camera equipment or lighting case or something sitting there, and then and then you can see like the shadow of like the lighting rig on on top of the uh, uh, above the set, like on the on the edges of the of the of the top of the front of the of the set. Maybe it is time for for a kick in the butt. Maybe it's time for something new and exciting to happen. I don't know. Let's see what happens. To season, what, what, something is going to happen with season seven, and we will talk about that when season seven begins. Yeah, I, th- I think the show's becoming a bit complacent. I mean, when you know, when you're at the t- when you're at the absolute top, for I mean, how I mean, how long is this? I mean, this show has been what more, more or less at the top now for what two years, and and when you're at the top for that long, you, I could see 
becoming, you know, you don't want to change the formula too much because you don't want to scare away the viewers. But at the same time, you got to do something or else it's going to get stale. And I, I think the show, the show is alternating between um, episodes that are just good fun, lots of fun, and episodes that are kind of stale and the occasional episode that's a stinker. Also, making like 27 half hours a year is a lot. I know, you know, 10 years before, 20 years before, they used to do that and more. But that's not what they do at this point in time. And, and you know, I'm sure if we went to a sitcom 20 years before this that had, say, 36, 37 episodes rather than 26, 27, you, you'd find a a lot of stinkers in there too so so season six not a favorite of mine i am glad it's over so we can go on to season seven uh play a little of the happy days theme to to say goodbye to you and i will be back in a bit and we will start off we will start off, see and we actually kind of have a special ish first episode because we have i think our only i think yes our only crossover episode i think it's our only crossover episode it was a big thing they used to do in the late 70s early 80s and lots of shows and um well let's save that for the start of season seven be good to yourself everyone and here's a little theme be happy days are your life. Be happy.